0: The XFL Gambling Podcast, week four preview and picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports slash win bet sports gambling slash W Y N N B E T state restrictions apply. Ross brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yeah, you see this sweet ass college basketball shirt? Yeah, you can get that. You can get the XFL as well. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and use the promo code MADNESS for ten percent off orders of forty dollars or more. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. <laughs> This is the XFL Gambling Podcast. Yes, week four preview and picks edition. Oh man, another week in the books coming up here. Uh surprised we've made it to week
1: four? Surprised? The league itself? Yeah. Or us and us individually. Both, because I think uh, we're all on on fumes, but no, we're thriving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are thriving. I'm coming off a three in one week. Yeah, three in one week. I'm feeling good about myself. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, well, my name is Colby Swing and Base Dan, A.K.A. Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick.
2: He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy.
0: Very healthy yeah. when there's XFL football going on. Like I said, three and one. I'm feeling, yes. I, I wanted to go four and zero. I still haven't had a four and zero week. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for—they call him the man in the box. All right, and you should check out his podcast, Bottom Line Bombs. You should subscribe over there. Mm. Give it up for CJ Sullivan. Damn. How you doing, CJ? Beautiful,
1: DJ Dundee. Thank you for that. Was even an abridged, reserved introduction because I know because we have a guest on, you to hold things back. It usually lasts another twenty oh, minutes. I, I
0: still got you. It was I beautiful. Still, I, I st- love st- it. I still got you. No, I love He's it.
2: He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon <laughs> of gas we him, so he could <laughs> piss in your campfire. <laughs> You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing uh, a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush. And tomorrow afternoon, he's going to show up at your poolside with a million dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Million dollar
0: smile and a fistful of pesos. That is C.J. Sullivan. Oh, Uh We are also joined by third man in the booth, uh, host of the old fashioned football podcast, which, once again, subscribe. Give it up for it. Justin Mark, a.k.a. J. Mark, a.k.a. Liquid Lunch. How you
2: doing, J. Mark? Good. I'm doing good. I got my liquid lunch right here. The chat is on fire. We got Fortune saying he already had Whiskey Wednesday. Um, <laughs> Sam Garva Gar- I don't know how to say a last Sam G. How about that? The Battle <laughs> Dome is going to be lit Sunday. <laughs> oh, I,
0: I believe that, and we also have
1: whiskey lunches. We lit. have
0: our first our first guest for the XFL Gambling Podcast. I'm excited to bring yes. this guy out on. on Thursdays. Uh, you've been you've been able to see if you've been watching the Greg Peterson show. Me and him have been picking XFL winners. I feel like for the past few weeks. Uh, give it up for. I mean, well, first off. Uh, Betting analyst Yahoo Sportsbook. So you wanna you wanna give this guy a follow on Twitter. Give it up for Mark Drumheller. How you doing, Mark?
3: Great to be here, guys. Listen, Week Four already. Season starting to fly by, but we started to see some offense last week, so yeah. that's exciting. Hopefully, it's a you know precursor of more to come.
0: Love oh, it. for sure. We finally got some offense going. Uh, the Sea Dragons, who I know we both have futures on. Mark, I know CJ as well. Uh, finally. Finally, you know, got the win uh, ironically probably the game they should have lost in a way, right. but they they end up winning that one. Uh how do you feel about that future on the the Sea Dragons, man?
3: It's good. It's going to be interesting in the sense that like, I don't think the turnovers that have plagued them minus seven on turnover margin on the year. Like, I think that's just part of their DNA. I don't think that's going to change as the season progresses. Ben Denucci is just going to be Ben Denucci, Right. And we're going to have to live with it. But where I think the future is live is, is they may just be good enough offensively as the year progresses to where it doesn't matter where they just, you know, outscore everybody, put enough points on the board, enough scoreboard pressure mm. to really, you know, put some of these other teams in a bind. So, um, I, I like them. I like them still, even with the turnovers, um, you know, I took Vegas last week, pushed, I had the four. So, you know, wasn't nice. really happy about that fourth and two 65 yard <laughs> touchdown, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I they, bet. they, they, they I just bet. look like they're, Far ahead of everybody else offensively, over 500 yards last week. So it's a good ticket to have in your pocket. Lots of good numbers out there. I know people that got, you know, plus 900 or more on Seattle. Um, I think it's definitely live. Yeah, CJ, you went last week and loaded up. Last right?
1: week I little yeah. him up a plus 800. I still saw him today around plus 750, 700 at shops, which I think with their ceiling, I think it's uh, still worth getting down on.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, well, look. Uh, Jay Mark you got a future on the battle Hawks I know we're gonna Ugh. get to picking in these games they 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 have they've been like the stones in 69 they they've been jumping around from city to city to city uh uh they're finally gonna play a home game
2: how do you feel about your future on the battle Hawks I'm feeling good about it I think they've looked pretty solid I still think they uh have a lot of pieces to kind of put together but they're they're winning games minus last week what we said on the pod last week, we thought I thought they were gonna lose. You guys thought they were gonna lose. Now they get to come home. That battle dome is going to be rocking. Um, it's gonna be loud and yeah, I'm feeling good about the future. I like it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh I mean I- I hear fan turnout's going to be insane there. You know, mm-hmm. they, they've opened what, the top deck or something. I think I read something to the top that. deck open top in St. Louis, top deck, double deckers. Um. All right. Well, let's, let's hop into it because uh, <laughs> we just have a loaded, loaded slate here. Yeah. The, the first game, once again, two on Saturday, we're back to, that's the thing is they've kind of stayed inconsistent right. with moving these games around as far as uh, scheduled last week, just one Saturday game this week, two Saturday games as the Houston roughnecks head into Orlando to take on, oh boy, this is the second matchup. We're seeing the second matchup.
1: That is, that's two, there's two this week, right? Two revenge games already playing. That's kind of, that seems early.
0: I mean, I, I, for rematches. I had Orlando on the money line last week and I really thought I was going to hit on that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the, I would say by like what early fourth quarter, I was like, Oh, this is going to hit. I'm going to look like a genius. No, no, still, still look like a moron. Um, uh, Houston at Orlando. This is one. Do we have any idea before I, before I even rattle off the line, do we have any idea on is Paxton Lynch for sure. Starting this game. J Mark.
2: I think that's their plan from everything I've heard. Mm. Um, Of course they brought in Quentin flowers, but we know how it is with guys trying to pick up playbooks. Look at Brett Hundley. So, um, it, <laughs>
1: well, maybe Dormandy could know, sell them their playbook.
2: Th- yeah. There he goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, okay, so this line, I, I still can't believe what's Paxton Lynch done right? Was he, was he related I to Terrell know. Buckley? Um, <laughs> he's getting eight and a half points. The, the Guardians are eight and a half yeah. points. The over under set at 37 and a half, uh, plus 300 if anyone wants to try the, the the money line again against perhaps the best team, Mark, you're our guest. Lead us off. What are you doing here, and what are you doing totals wise?
3: Yeah, I laid it with the roughnecks. Um I you know, I got at eight and a half. I actually saw some seven and a halves out there, but I couldn't get them on my app here in New Jersey um when it initially opened. So I ended up with the eight and a half. I think it's fine here. You know, you look at Houston. The defense is getting better and better each week. You know, they outgained San Antonio 374 to 162 last week, only let up 3.4 yards per play. Um, So Wade Phillips defense leads the whole league in sacks. They're going to get better as the season goes on defensively. And I just don't see how Orlando keeps up in this game. Uh, You know, Houston's won by at least nine points in all three games, Orlando, they bring in, you know, Quentin flowers. I mean, this is a guy who, You know, requested a trade after getting benched in 2020 by the Tampa Bay Vipers, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, his history in the XFL, he's not your savior. If things don't go right, he's just going to demand a trade, which nobody traded for him because, you know, he's Quentin Flowers. (laughs) But, you know, here here comes the guy to you know save the Terrell Buckley's Guardians. Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think there's going to be some spots to bet the Guardians as an underdog, just because the market's so low on them. Like last week was one. Obviously, you know, getting uh you know eight and a half points against Bob Stoop's offense is like free money. But um, you know, I don't think it's this week. I think the Roughnecks run away with it. Um total, total wise, kind of tough, man. I got burned on the under last week with Vegas and Seattle and they put up like 56 points. I said, you know what? I'm gonna take a little break from the totals.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean I think I think if I had to go to I'm probably not yeah. gonna touch the total here. I would go over just because the first matchup, but I and I it's gotta tough. think I gotta think Orlando's offense has gotta be improving, maybe? I don't <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a bit their defense another week. It's another week.
1: Uh <laughs> I know. That's my philosophy. That's hilarious too. That's, I, I want to get there with Orlando too, like getting like this many points in a second like revenge game, but you just I just can't do it. And you're gonna like, and you're like, yeah, and that's literally like you know, defense is like, well, it's another week <laughs> of football. I imagine they are putting something together. I mean granted, their defense did look better, but like you said, it was against a stoopsaw. Uh, Kind of offense. Their defense held a minute, but versus Houston, I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it's too—it's too much of a mismatch.
0: The Houston D line has looked great so far, and, and going back to last week, what uh, the Orlando Paxton Lynch led the team in rushing. Mm. That is a concern. Just three point two yards of rush for Orlando. I- <laughs> I got
1: to take Houston. All I got
0: to right. take Houston. Look, I, I as a guy that, that, that took Orlando and I said, Hey, they're not as bad
1: as we think That's, they are. And when they yeah. play, and when they played week one, weren't the, the stats were kind of, even the game got
0: up so much though, sure. that the defense relaxed a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were able to fling the rock a little bit. Quentin Dormady played, you know, before he, before he started before selling he the books and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do, do you have a feel on, on the over under CJ?
1: I would lean under actually just because of, I don't think Orlando, like Orlando is going to do one, can, can do anything against Houston's defense at all. And their offense, their offense is just a disaster. And, and, and it's a question mark, at least the bad offenses, you know what's going to happen. Orlando, you have no idea who's going to be out there and from series to series. Their offensive linemen are trying to change the plays in the huddle. <laughs> For yeah. I mean, Collin, I mean, the key to to the here
3: guys is that, you know, it, with it being a revenge spot that favors Wade Phillips, the most like he's seen, like we have Wade Phillips, probably the most accomplished coach in this league has already seen this Orlando offense once. So what do we think Orlando (laughs) is going to cook up here the second time around?
1: Right. Yeah. Is there a bulletin board soundbite material? Remember week one when he says, if I were them, I'd run the ball when they're down
3: 19,
2: (laughs) because I'm throwing picks
0: (laughs) J Mark, what are you doing here in this battle in Orlando? Uh, and, And what are you doing totals and for the game?
2: Yeah. This line doesn't make sense to me. Why, why is this about the same number we're getting against Arlington? Because Houston is the better team. Um, they're the best in the league. I think Colby, I know you disagree. You got them in bottom three. You said last week, but.
0: Well, I was hoping no, no, I had them better than, Ar, than Arlington. Look, and I got an it. I was dumb enough to take an Arlington future too. And they're somehow two and one, but I, that, you look at the yardage last week they should have beat Arlington they should have beat Arlington that's all I'm saying right. uh, the yardage
2: power rank the yardage
0: um,
1: only power hey, rank normally that tells better. a
0: tale man that tells a tale for the most part find me find me the NFL team last in yardage that's in the playoffs all right um Fair. just saying. just saying all right so what are you yeah, doing J B? um
2: yeah so I, I think this should be 10 and a half 11 even um so yeah I'm riding with Houston but I do like the under. We saw when Houston got up last week, they started getting a little conservative in the second half, didn't end up scoring any points in that second half. Mm-hmm. I could see them getting up, um, Orlando not being able to really put any points on the board, and Houston getting conservative. So I kind of like, I lean the under on this one.
0: All right. Well, we're going to get to the second game on Saturday. But before we get there, I want to tell you that the XFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Win Bet. Yes. Uh, look, I mean, right now WinBet is active in a bunch of States and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting, same game parlays, AKA will Winbet's build your own bet. And March madness is here, folks. Uh, that is, that means there's tons of college basketball action. You can get down on plus NBA, NHL. And like we're, like we're talking XFL action, uh, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars free bet limited to state availability. And of course, for our DJs only, if you hit the uh, biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollar free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sports slash W Y N N B E T offer subject to James turns and conditions. Winbet.com. must be 21 or old. present state. Winbet is available. If someone, if you or somebody, you know, has a gamer problem called one hundred five, two, two, four, seven, zero, zero. I'm working. A- this is auditions. These are auditions for the micro machines. Cause they're coming back at some point, yeah. right? Uh, all right? They're coming back at at some point. Uh, All right. I mean, enough of me trying to sell the guardians and Terrell Buckley for some, for some, uh, some value in the future. Uh, The Brahmas are taking on the sea dragons. I actually think you can make an argument. This is the most interesting game this week. This is Saturday night, seven o'clock Eastern four o'clock Pacific sea dragons are laying four and a half over unders at 40 and a half. Uh, the Brahmas are plus 180 on the money line. If you just want to take Seattle to win the game, minus 210. Uh, Mark,
3: I know we just talked Sea Dragon Future. What are you doing here in this game? Are you riding with your team? I'm actually not. I'm waiting out. I want to see how many points I can get with the Brahmas. Um, five have started to pop. So I'm hoping as we get closer to kickoffs, maybe I can even get a six here, which would be massive. But you know, I just think that Seattle as talented as they are, right. Has not shown the ability to cover these numbers. Oh, two and one against the spread so far. You know, if if you, if you got it a four last week, obviously that was a push. So they need to prove to me that they can cover these numbers, obviously, because of, how well they perform from a yardage perspective. They're going to be power rated high. They're going to be laying points every week, but they got to start covering these numbers for me to back them. In this game with the Brahmas, I think their defensive line is going to cause Danucci some problems, force him into some bad interceptions. And what do we know about the Brahmas on offense, right? Very conservative offense, short passes to those tall wide receivers. They want to run the ball with Balaj and Patrick. That's going to eat up clocks, shorten possessions. Make the game smaller um in that in that type of situation, the points are more valuable. so um i I don't know if I would go Brahmas money line. like if people want to play Seattle, you know minus the two ten on the money line, you know, I could live with that, but I'm going to wait here and see if I, how many points I can get with the Brahmas and probably back San Antonio.
0: I'll say this. the Seattle run defense, I still think there's some question marks there. They might and, and mm-hmm. go back to week one, San Antonio had success running the ball. i, I I'm a little concerned about the status of Jack Cohn. Uh, last week, eight of 20, 64 yards, yeah. 3.2 yards, a pass, uh, one touchdown, one interception. That makes me also, what are you doing over under wise? You, you, you think maybe you go over just cause it's June Jones in this, in this sea dragons offense, or do you think, you know, Jack Cohn is a liability and maybe we go under.
3: Yeah, I would probably lean under just because I think like if I'm Heinz Ward, I'm going into this game. Right. And I think Heinz Ward's very conservative coach to begin with. You know, if you can look at just like the point after conversions on touchdowns, um, San Antonio converts uh, the, you know, the second uh, highest amount of time on those conversions, but they're like tied for sixth in the actual points that they get from those conversions, because he's always going for one. So I think Heinz Ward, very conservative. Like he wants to win like the old Steelers. Um, So I I think he's going to try and keep this low scoring, keep the ball out of Seattle's hands, you know, try and play keep away. So I would probably lean to the under if I had to play the total.
0: And I'm curious before I get your take CJ on, on this, like, is there a strategy you use, you know, with, with college football or NFL, I feel like, you know, the three, the seven, so huge. Have you is is four and a half points? Or are you just sitting there saying, you know is that is that a key number perhaps for you or or what? Is there a philosophy you use when handicapping?
3: Not really, not yet. Like I haven't really seen like I think the two is probably more valuable than mm. it it is in the NFL just because of how close these games are. The margin of victory is so small. But for me, like personally, I've just been really reluctant to lay points. Like I have to be really comfortable, you know, we'll kind of talk about that in these upcoming games, but um, you know, when you're laying like four or five points, like that's much more than in an NFL game, because these games are typically much closer margins of victory.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Originally I looked a couple of days ago and they were calling for rain, but it seems like it's going to clear up, but high of 50 degrees in Seattle for Saturday night. Uh, I'm actually, (laughs) I say this every time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm refusing to fade Seattle. I'm going back <laughs> down. All right. Uh, maybe it's that I saw t- way too much of Jack Cohen play college football. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm not sold on him at, at any pro level at being a quarterback. I am scared. Danucci does seem to give the ball away often, but I'm going to go back to the well on Seattle. And I, I, I. I lean over as long as there's no rain. If there's rain with it, there's a chance because there's rain all day Friday, rain all day Sunday. So maybe they're a little off and we do see rain. Keep an eye on that. CJ, what are you doing here?
1: Well, if you're guessing rain in Seattle, I'll go ahead and say yes, there's <laughs> going to be rain. But um <laughs> I agree with Mark there. I think this is too many points for Seattle. Seattle's a team that you, we want to be covered just because of they're all offensive June Jones. We want them to cover and they're just, they're just not doing it. And we have to eventually have to look in the face like, okay, this is the reality. You know, they, they're sloppy with the ball, whatever they, they pulled out that win somehow, but like four and a half is way too many. It'll be a lit atmosphere, but I think that helps both teams. I think San Antonio is going to, I mean, I think anytime there's a, a great atmosphere in this league that both teams are going to be excited for just because they won't have that kind of a uh, crowd normally to play. Uh, and uh, as far as Jack Cohn. I get it, but he had two good games, and last week was his bad one. Plus, he was going probably the best defense he's ever went up against. Also, last week. True, fair point. You know, fair. So it's
0: fair. The run game, though, I think if, for DFS. I know we're gonna do a DFS roster li- uh, or lineup later. I think the run game could be a good play for San Antonio sure. here. But anyway, continue on, man.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, and like you said, they have great ru- uh, rushing attack with uh, Patrick. Although that goal line offense last week versus Houston, what, how they. That play calling where well, they just couldn't punch it in cover like gentlemen. <laughs> so I would go four or L just, so I won't hold that against him. I'm going to take San Antonio plus four and a half and uh 40 and a half is a, is a high number. And I think that's definitely a reflection of what we just saw last week with, uh, you know, with the white Seattle went off in, in a Vegas game the nooch. with the And you know, and uh, he threw some nooch bombs. and
0: <laughs> Josh Gordon's emerging. I mean, do they have anyone that can guard him?
1: beyond emerging? Right? No, absolutely not. But uh at the same time, Nuch, Nuch, Nuch throws the ball plenty around. Everybody eats with Nooch offense defense. <laughs> you know, he's, he's a true true Italian democratic quarterback. Everybody eats at a Nooch fest.
0: Uh, J Mark, what are you doing here? Are you on, are you on my side? Are you right with CJ and Mark? What are you doing, man?
2: I am on your side. I can't fade Seattle yet. All right. Um, I think you know this has been the best looking offense all year. Last year, they, or last week, they really started clicking even more. So they stepped it up another notch. They even had the run game going Morgan mm. Ellison going over hundred yards. Yes. It scares me a little bit that Jack Cohn did look good those first two weeks. I mean, he was close mm. to 70% passing. I know it was check downs, but check still down God, he was, yeah, he was moving <laughs> the ball pretty efficiently <laughs> until he played Houston and threw it in the dirt over and over because he didn't want to get hit, but Um, And I don't think Seattle can put that kind of pressure on Jack Cohen like Houston did either. But I just think this June Jones offense, it's just starting to get going. It's starting to really click. We're going to continue to see it get better and better. Um, And it's already the best in the league, I think it was since week one. I just I think they have more to tap into there. So Especially if they get that run game over 100 yards again. So yeah, I'm riding with Seattle, Jay Mark, and I'm is, taking the over.
1: Sorry, J Mark. What is Morgan Allison's uh, health status? It's questionable.
2: I saw. It, right. I heard,
1: he's, I heard he got pretty he's banged, banged up at up. the end of that game, right?
2: Yeah, I think he's going to be good to go. They did sign another running back, but I think he'll be good to go.
0: Well, they had to because Knox. What Knox, Knox done for the year, right?
2: Mm. Yep, he's on the reserve.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how fast they can pick up that offense. I guess the benefit is is the run and shoot. Just don't hand the ball off, right? <laughs> right <laughs> um, June Jones, no problem with that. He's like, Oh, we don't right. need the running back. Absolutely. Um, uh, all right. Before we, we get into uh Sunday's action, I'm going to tell you that the XFL gambling podcast is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Underdog is your home for off season NFL best ball drafts. They also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including PGA, NHL, NBA. Yes. Underdog fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state, which I know a lot of states <laughs> out there. You just don't have the avail- availability. So there's always there's always a way around it. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, we are back. XFL Action is rolling. Sunday, the Arlington Renegades, who I was dumb enough Ooh. to buy a future on. Even though they're two and one, I'm convinced. They're the worst team in the league. All right. I'm convinced that offensive line is the worst offensive line. How about that? If you don't want to join me on the worst team in the league, I believe that is the worst offensive line in the league. Uh, They're getting four in the hornet's nest. Yes. I'm talking about St. Louis, the murder capital of America, but also a team deprived of football for a long time. Uh, (laughs) As, as obviously, you know, the St. Louis Rams now in Los Angeles, I think this place is going to be absolutely packed uh Mark St Louis is laying four the over unders at 36 and a half Arlington's plus 150 on the money line if if perhaps you want to talk yourself into that one what are you doing here at uh, what are they calling this the dome isn't that it the dome uh in St Louis Mark
3: yeah, so Operation Fade Bob Stoops continues here. Yes. I had to drop on this team since the beginning of the year. They're they're the worst team in the league, minus one point two in net yard per play, worst in the entire XFL, and it's the offense is just atrocious. Like they have nothing there. Sluder th- is not going to make a difference. You know, he threw you know more interceptions and touchdowns in the USFL. So I don't know you know what they think they're going to get out of there. But can't run the ball, Stoops. Still will run the ball into a brick wall 30 times a game. He doesn't care. He dials up the run. It's going to win the old way. Um, but, you know, somehow they're winning games. So we're still getting value here. But in this spot against St. Louis coming off that loss, um, I like St. Louis here. But, you know, we talked about the point spread and these numbers before. Um, I couldn't get to to lay the four points. I don't I really don't like laying points like that here. It's bad as Arlington is. Um, I played him on the money line at minus 175. I think that's the best way to approach it. With that crowd, in that environment, with St. Louis coming off the loss against this Arlington team, Arlington's defense is pretty tough, so we could get, you know, kind of close game, and we know how to battle Hawks like to win, right? Hard attack Hawks, last minute, win by two, win by three, that's their MO, so I couldn't get to laying the four, so I just played St. Louis on the money line, minus 175. I can't see a way where the Renegades win this game. So I was comfortable laying that big number, um, but I think that's the best way to attack it here. St. Louis gets the job done, finally at home.
0: Yes, St. Louis says Mark Drumheller. Make sure you give Mark a follow. Once again, he's a betting analyst, Yahoo Sportsbook. Uh, you can give him a follow at X underscore Drumheller. Um, are we at all concerned? Jonathan Hayes was the former head coach of the St. Louis Battlehawks in XFL 2.0. He's the OC, the struggling OC of the renegades coming back home. Reuniting.
3: I'm just making up storylines. I don't think, I don't think there's anything there. Uh, well, What's that St. Louis's biggest issue is the offensive line. So like you can, and that's where Arlington has the advantage here. Like their defense is going to be all over McCarron. That's why I didn't want to lay the points. I'm like, let me just play this thing on the money line because um, Arlington's defense, they, they get after you. They make plays. They're the strength of the team. The offense is trash. You know the defense is is solid. You know they create turnovers every week, so that's why I just couldn't get the lay in the number. But I do think you know Arlington's is going to have some success on defense here, um, probably an under game. You know, but I think St. Louis ultimately you know comes away with the win.
0: Yeah, and Mark, the the one place uh, on Thursday nights on on the Greg Peterson show, when me and you have been on, I've said the one place where I actually think you know a home field advantage might dictate a, a point or two. Uh, is is Washington D C at Audi Field, but we haven't seen a home game in St. Louis here. Do you think that could be a, a you know something that we could adjust spreads because they have a they might have a real home environment? You think?
3: Yeah, I definitely think so. So there are three play three teams that I targeted before the season that I think are going to have significant home field advantages. Like I think San Antonio with the Alamo Dome, like that place was rocking too. If you remember back in week yeah. one, um, they should have won that game against St. Louis, but you know they had that collapse that got all over Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's here. I, I think this could probably might be the strongest in, in St. Louis. We're going to see what it looks like. And then you of course have DC, DC, probably the funnest crowd, right? If you're going to go yeah. to a game, you oh, want to yeah. go to DC, oh, yeah. get the beer, uh- take the lemons, the whole nine. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, but I do think San Antonio probably will have one as well, you know, and at the middle of the pack, like, you know, you got Houston and then you got like Seattle on a talent level, if they can ever figure out the turnovers, but then that Middle of the pack before you get the like Arlington and Orlando and the dregs of the league um, is really kind of tight. So yeah. like I do think like home you know home field advantage does matter in those matchups.
0: For sure, for sure. Uh, with with I look, I have a future on Arlington, so I, I'm gonna. This is what I call somewhat hedging. I am gonna lay the points with uh, <laughs> St. Louis, uh, laying the four. You're gonna do nine consecutive
1: yeah. weeks of hedging. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Hope you're subscribed to the XFL Gambling Podcast with my nine week hedge plan. Um, uh, I'm laying the four yeah. with uh, St. Louis. I-, I just feel like the momentum of this stadium, the crowd, I- and the fact that I don't know what The Rock had against them playing a home game in St. Louis. Uh, was it the Blues? Was you know it the mean, hockey team? Yeah. I don't even understand. <laughs> but uh, why? Why are they? It's. I mean, we're in week four. They're they're the only team playing it's wild. their first home it's wild game. Wow! To start off with yeah. three
1: straight road games like and that, and
0: knowing ahead of time that this is the one crowd that you know from XFL uh, 2.0 mm-hmm. that was that was really cra- you know one of the better crowds. I would have tried to play into it early in the season. But hey, that's why I I'm just hosting a podcast. Um. Uh. <laughs> I am all, I am going to lay the points though with St. Louis. I, I call me crazy here. I think the under is the play in this one. I think the under is the play CJ. What are you doing here in this matchup with the total and for the game?
1: Well, for the game, I agree with, I understand what Mark's saying about it's being weary of laying the points, but I don't, I don't mind laying a four with this one in particular, just because of uh, Arlington, I think is the biggest disappointment we've had, at least of the, of the team. Oh, yeah. like even though they are two on one, um, they're Luck boxed their way into those think, two victories. Do you think
0: Slaughter's regretting the, the move from the USFL <laughs> to the XFL?
1: Well, and I'll, and I'll give Sloter even a yeah. pass for last week because that was his first game in and he'll probably will improve a little bit, but I think this is just going to be a buzzsaw down in St. Louis. Like, like I said, they haven't had a home game yet and they're yeah. going to have the number one home field advantage and AJ McCarron's kids are going to be able to watch him beat <laughs> Arlington. <laughs> I mean, what, what a dream they had. They wouldn't want his dad making 10 times the money to hold a clipboard and they go on a vacation. They would much rather <laughs> <laughs> See this uh, this uh, yeah. beautiful matchup on Sunday afternoon, but I like I I mean as much as I, we like to hate on St. Louis too for being a little luck box, I think they do look efficient even even with Coach uh, Tony Meatball there from Del- <laughs> Delran, New Jersey. Uh, I have no problem playing with St. I, no problem playing St. Louis and uh, <laughs> the total. I don't have a good strong opinion on, but I, I would definitely lean under.
2: J Mark, what are you doing here at the dome? First of all, shout out to Sam G. He's got the supplies to make 300 jello shots mm. oh, going man. to do their part at the tailgate. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, going to be insane. The bars the- have been packed in St. Louis for watch parties for the first three road games. Is um, that? A, is,
0: are we going to have a jello snake?
2: <laughs> a jello snake. There you go. Yeah. But they're sure. in little cups, so it wouldn't go very far.
1: Uh- <laughs> a jello mold shot true. creature,
2: though, gotta could figure be something. something yeah. Here.
0: Can we make a battle uh, hawk right. out DC's of DC's got the lemons uh, and the snake. I feel like St. Louis, we got to create something in St. Louis. A jello battle hawk. Th- these fans have been deprived. I'm with them. I love the energy. It's going to be like a college football environment, I feel like. Um, J Mark, though, uh, continue on, yeah. my friend.
2: I know you hate domes, uh, but yeah. they hold that sound in. 30,000 When's the last time Sloter played in front of a hostile crowd of 30,000 people, mm. especially an adult?
0: That wasn't even in college because I mean, he went to Northern Colorado. That was probably yeah, exactly. in high school.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And I think that's truly going to affect the game. I think this is the the one place that's going to have a huge home field advantage. I think it's going to rattle Arlington. It's going to rattle their offense, the the cue for the plays. He's going to be trying to listen to his uh, offensive coordinator while, you know, the analysts are telling us what the play is and all that stuff that we don't want to listen to. But um, <laughs> you guys know I'm big on the Battle Hawks. Uh, I think they're they're one of the better teams. And so I think they cover that. I think they route this team. I think this is a show up. Um, show up for the crowd, show up for those home fans that have been defra- deprived of football and just blow Arlington out and route them. I, I like the over. I think there's going to be a lot of points by St. Louis, just a little bit um, on the other side of the ball here. And uh, yeah, give me, give me St. Louis to win this by a lot.
0: There we go. Wow. There we go. All right. go with the Stick it to
1: his future. 10 Joe shot right. pick on that one.
2: <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> I like uh, it. All right. The nightcap. Now uh, I'm curious, actually, I guess before we go into the, uh, let's, let's talk this one first. Uh, Vegas goes into Aldi field in Washington, DC, Mm. the lemon party. They call this one as DC is laying six. The over unders at 41. I'm seeing Vegas at plus 200 with Brett Hundley. Seems like he's solidified his uh, spot as the starting QB. Mark, what are you doing here in DC?
3: Yeah, I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the six points. I haven't bet it yet. I'm going to wait. Hey, maybe I can get seven, right? They can bet this up as, as high as they want. Um, I just don't think, you know, in this spot, you know, you look at DC and not that they're not a good team, but I, I think they're a little bit of a vulnerable favorite. Like laying six points mm. in this league is just insane, especially for a team that relies, you know, primarily on the running game, right? To score mm. points. A running game and their defense, that's how they score. Now, Tiamu surprised me. Had a couple explosive plays in critical situations last week. Um, I'm betting he can't do it again. Uh, you know, i like the Vegas offense, you know, with Hunley average 5.8 yards per play last week, the third highest mark of any offense this season, Seattle has the top two marks. So, you know, better offensive performance than we've seen at any team, not named Seattle. Um, so now that Huntley another week under his belt, another week, comfortable, you have a solid offense playing a DC team, um, that has a strong defense. They're going to create turnovers. They're going to make plays, but I just think the six points is way too, too valuable with, you know, an emerging offense with Vegas. So, you know, I grab, I I'm going to grab it. You know, if I get more than six, fine. But if I get six, you know, I'll just play it that way.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think look, and I, I, we have DC futures. I'm, yep. I'm, uh, you know, I grew up in the DC area, so I am all about the 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 experience there. After what has happened in the NFL with the the pro team, um, but I don't know that. I first off, I thought that you'd see more of De'Aaron King last week. I was shocked we didn't see more of mm-hmm. King, which I, I get it. Talmo had a, had a very good day and I know Jay Mark was cringing at the thought of that, but <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I really was a bit, a bit perplexed by that, but I still, I just don't feel comfortable. I think the passing attack has been a little questionable. Yeah. So I don't feel comfortable laying the points there. I think I have to take DC. I think, I mean, I'm sorry. I think I have to take Vegas, there but I think goes. DC probably will win on the money line. I just don't feel like I can lay that many points. Uh so give me that. And I also, I actually go under as well. I think Greg Williams can make uh, Brett Hundley make a few mistakes. And then uh, just the fact that DC passing game hasn't been great. I lean towards the under there right. at Aldi.
1: What are you doing here, CJ? Yeah, I was surprised by both numbers, six and 42 there or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, that just seemed a big reaction from last week, I think, because they put up the most points, I believe. And, but DC, that's not DC's ML, like you guys were saying. Yeah. They're defense and they're a running game. So I like I let and It's our second revenge game as well. Although that we all remember what happened in a couple of weeks ago with the, uh, <laughs> the, the the double dare park that was going on out there in Vegas when it was raining and spray painted fields and. and the that's in That's part
0: of the fun. The, of the, the, that's part of the fun of these spring leagues, in my opinion. And the announcers
1: up in that uh, Notre Dame film intern booth, or whatever, with the wind blowing them back and forth. I mean. So, Huntley's getting better each week too. I think, I think he's getting grasped. He looks a little more competent. So, I mean, I'll gladly take six and I think, and I agree with Mark. I think this line's going to keep going up too. It's already heavily kind of juiced to minus six. So if you can get six and a half, seven, but like, like he said too, I'll take anything at plus six and, uh, and the under 42 and feel very comfortable with,
0: yeah, they're uh, actually calling for rain in DC. Yeah. So
1: why not? It should always rain when these two teams, play. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> they
0: need a water tower close to it, so hard so you to throw the broadcast team up in the water hard tower. Hard to grip right? those
1: lemons though when it rains and launch into the field. <laughs> that's true. It's
0: a fair point. That's uh, that's why they cover the six. That's your analysis. A little bit hard to grip the lemons. Hey, hey DC, but-
1: how about not give a full size lemon with each vodka cocktail? Maybe <laughs> maybe give slices. Slices don't hurt as much when you whip them. And they're harder yeah. to throw. When the league folds and you look back at your lemon cost, <laughs> right.
0: it might be a, might be
1: concerning over there. Yeah, I like the right. I like the rock breaking down the numbers. Well, I see a problem here, uh, DC. We
0: spent
3: forty thousand
0: we spent we spent forty grand on lemons. I mean, what? I, I want to be
1: the I don't want to be the joy kill here, but. <laughs> We get a cheaper garnish,
0: and now I got to make Giambi or uh, Jumanji Twelve. You know what I mean? (laughs) Giambi. I almost said Jason Giambi,
1: (laughs) who Um, who probably will be in Jumanji (laughs) Twelve if we ever get to that. (laughs) Starting the Giambi brothers.
0: Oh man, Uh, J Mark, what are you doing here in DC?
2: Yeah, you guys know that this game's hard for me to pick because I don't like either of these quarterbacks. I don't yeah. like Tamu. I don't like Hunley, um, I don't like Luis Perez. I do like Derek just, King, so I, I hope to see him more. But say- J
0: Mark's just like, I don't like any minority quarterback. All right? He's like... That's not it at all.
1: <laughs> um, He's
0: like, give me a guy like Slaughter. All right? I like Slaughter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can they trade for Drew Platt, maybe? Can we get a... <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm oh busting boy. your balls, buddy. All right, um, all right. we all know yeah. it's, it's a Byron Scott thing. We got it, <laughs> By- Byron, Byron Scott. Byron Scott, yeah. the three-point uh, specialist, Byron Scott.
2: <laughs> okay, continue Anyways. on, Jay
0: Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: No, you're good. Um, however, I think Hunley showed that he can lead this team. He can mm-hmm. put some points up. I uh, I think Talmud does. We saw in the USFL, he's a back and forth quarterback. He has some really good games. Then he has some really bad games. He, um, he turns the ball over too much with fumbles and interceptions. I'm not a Tamo believer because of that. And so, yeah, this is too many points. I I'm, I'm riding with Vegas in the plus six here. Um, I, I think, I think this is a three point game either way, regardless yeah. of who wins the game. I think it's a three point game. So yeah, I'm taking Vegas and I'm taking the under, I think it's going to be slower than, than people think.
0: Mm. Let me ask you this. If it's a downpour, who does that favor more? Obviously, DC's got the good ground attack. Mark, what do you think? If, if it is downpouring here, what do you what do you yeah. think about that?
3: It favors DC because yeah. you know you need Hundley to whip it around. They can't run the ball for anything. I mean, Hundley got sixty six yards on the ground last week, but he, they can't run the ball like they can't line up and run it at you. You know, right. so uh, you know they mm-hmm. need to be able to throw the ball down the field uh, to Badette and those guys, Martavius Bryant. So if it's another rain game you know, we might be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. It <laughs> you know, yeah. might be like live bed out of this. Right. But it, uh, the hopefully the forecast holds up and it's not, and listen, it's like rain is fine, but like what they experienced week two in Vegas, it was like the middle of a tornado. There's like yeah. a wind and you know, the towers are blowing over. And, you know, <laughs> nobody can do anything. It's just line up and get creamed. So, um, you know, we're going to hope for a little bit better weather, but I do think Vegas is the side with the points.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got to ask you this before we get you out of here, Mark. Uh, we're going to ask all of us right now right. what is the game you want to see most? Like, if, if you, if, if, you know, whoever said you only get one game to watch this weekend, what's the one, Mark, that you're excited for the most?
3: That's a good one. I mean, it would have to be St. Louis just because I want to see the crowd. Like, I want to see the dome. Yeah. You know, that that's really what it is. I think the most intriguing stylistic matchup is it's, it's going to tell us the most about both teams is Houston and San Antonio, right? How, uh, or, Oh, yeah. No, no, uh, no, I got you. I got you. San Antonio and Seattle. Yeah. Yes. San Antonio and Seattle. And how does D'Anouci, you know, hold up against that pass rush? Um, And, you know, will they be able to keep the game competitive? Because, you know, like I said, Cohn was miserable last week, you know, 60 yards passing or or something like that. Um, So, you know, can he bounce back? And, you know, what does that offense do with Jaime Elizondo, who was really good with Tampa in 2020? So, Um, You know, I expect more out of San Antonio's offense as the season goes on, but you, if I had to watch one game, it would be St. Louis, just because I got to see that crowd. I mean, I'm thinking about—I'm over here in Philly. I'm thinking about flying out to St. Louis just for the tailgate. Look out. Oh, look yeah. Out. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would uh, go to the game. I just might go for those Jello shots. There yes. you go. Give them a follow. Look, I know some of the the people
0: in the chat. Make sure you give Mark a follow. Uh CJ, CJ, uh what,
1: what's the game you want to see most? I not to uh, coattail everything, but yeah, I, I want to see this crowd in St. Louis, especially they're opening up the top deck. The double decker, yeah. the dome, look, I mean, it's it's just it was just it's just a weird sketching how they've been holding off these the maybe the number one crowd support for a month. And yeah, like, wing, wing, yeah, edging I, them if you don't will. don't
0: understand that strategy, but you, yeah, right, m- maybe exactly. it works out to their favor. Jay Mark, what's the game you want to see most?
2: Yeah, you know, it's the Battle Hawks. I want to see this crowd. I want to see um, them get loud. And this is going to be the biggest crowd we've seen so far in the XFL. Mm. So I want to see how the players react and respond to that.
0: I guess I'm in the minority saying uh, I, I want to see my guardians. They got Quentin Flowers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Quentin, I, anyone that says, I demand a trade all right. when they have no value, I respect. <laughs> I respect. <laughs> all right. He doubled down on himself. I demand a trade. All right. Uh, to where? The Walmart? To, to work there? Uh, anyway shout out to uh, actually the game I really want to see is probably the Seattle game Saturday night. Yeah. All right. See, Saturday night. I'm, I'm I'm very excited to watch that game. Uh, all right, Mark. Well, we appreciate you everyone. Make sure you give Mark a follow. Once again, you see it. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, by the way, XFL gambling podcast live from YouTube, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, but yeah, give him a follow at X underscore drum Heller. Mark uh, appreciate you. And yeah, please buddy. come back and pick games with us again. Absolutely. Let's do it again, boys. Best of luck this weekend. All right. There we go. Have Thank you. Take
1: take care. Have a safe flight to St. Louis for those jello shots. Yeah, those jello shots. <laughs> Loading up on those, man. Let us
0: know if you if you make it out there.
1: <laughs> all right. That was fun. Yeah.
0: That was fun, man. He's whip, he's knowledgeable. Whip, whipping he's got, around.
1: Yeah he's, yeah. he's a little too for... much information, if you ask me. But that's <laughs> all right. That's fine. That's fine. I get it. That's how you make your living. <laughs>
0: It's like you'd rather be in the dark with Dundee, saying, "Hey, Thrillbuck has got something going."
1: (laughs) The dark with Dundee. Uh, Guys,
0: guys, we uh, we have to talk DFS here. All right, right? it's the DFS segment on the show, which means, uh, you know, I guess I'll give us some type of uh, some type of music here to uh, to get us excited about uh, the DFS side of things. Because CJ, I believe CJ and maybe even J Mark hit for cash last week. Oh, there we go. Ship it. Yes, this is the DFS music that I just came up with. Shout out to us for covering DFS. Take and remember, home. each and every week we will be giving you a DFS lineup. Uh, I'll say, yeah. Anything jump out to you guys before we dive into our lineups? Because I feel like I have the perfect lineup for this week to win to win all the money.
2: J-Mark? Uh, it, what jumped out to me is that the DFS books finally adjusted their prices. Okay. It was a little trickier to build the lineup this time. Yeah. You couldn't just slot in the guys that are continually putting up the biggest games because they did start to adjust the, the prices a little bit. Um, I agree. This is the first time I've seen kind of a bigger adjustment. So it was interesting. They find like week four, they're like, oh, shit, we're making this too easy. Mm-hmm. Something like that because they did, they did make an adjustment. So it was a little little trickier to me. But, yeah, I'm, I like my, uh, my lineup as well. Um, shout out to our, our listener on Twitter. Kitsch said, weekly listener to XFL SGPN podcast. Your DFS picks have been fantastic mm-hmm. every week. Ooh. So if it's your first time listening, uh, we got people that have been listening every week and liking the lineup. So nice. get, get, get your pencils out and write them down.
0: Yeah. And we appreciate that, but we would appreciate it even more if you can hop on over to iTunes and give us a five-star review yes, at XFL sir. gambling there podcast. You know. I know we got some recently. All right. Dead. Rob who said this is the best XFL gambling uh, related podcast out there. I agree. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) CJ, how do you feel about that?
1: I refuse to listen to other ones (laughs) for personal reasons, anyway. But uh, no, I like it. Um, And if you did follow me, not to shout, I am new to this uh, DFS world. I put DraftKings on notice (laughs) with my shipping last week. I came in uh, twelfth place or tied for tenth, which was money out of six hundred. Now people are challenging me to one-on-one contests. I set the thing a buzz. He, people are aware of CJ bombs out there <laughs> on daily. On uh, daily, as I shit brought in seventy five dollars from my twelve
0: five dollars. You fill in the tax information from my
1: twelve dollars. <laughs> I probably should have said that publicly, huh? <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, look, I've won money two out of three times, but the most I got to be honest, I'm a bit envious of your seventy five dollars because I, I walk away with like tw- uh, fifteen to twenty or, or something like that uh, two out of three weeks. One week I gave you a zero. That was a uh, I believe that was week two. Mm. Um, I'm not switching. You don't change horses
1: midstream. You dance with the date you brought. The is my quarterback <laughs> at plus, uh,
0: t- well, he's, he's what, 10,800? The exp- Nooch is expensive.
1: Yeah. You
0: should. Yeah. What a say. I'm bringing <laughs> the Louie. I'm bringing the Danucci. All right. Uh, give me Ben Danucci. Is anyone else following in the footsteps of the number one offense in the league? I know. I'm
1: sure. I'm, sure, I'm sure. Jay Mark is my only way to go uh, not to pick the is because I believe everyone will have the nooch.
0: I thought about going Huntley, you know? but the rain scared me off.
1: That's funny to say that. That's who I went with. I went with Huntley. 10 K. Yeah. He's an even 10K, which is actually a little expensive for him, but he's starting to look good. <laughs> and, and I like the revenge angle coming in. And, uh, yeah, the rain and 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 uh, Mark just, just let us know the rain's not gonna be the worst case scenario. As long as it's not that Vegas tornado storm <laughs> or whatever the hell is going on there, it should be okay. And you can't—they don't run—they and, and what I like about Vegas, they just don't run the ball. They just refuse to do it. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. So, uh so finally, if if there is gonna be running, it's gonna be Hundley. So I I like his all around game there, and I think he's worth a shot just in case the nooch uh, throws a nooch bomb up there on Thursday.
2: J Mark, who are you going with that uh, QB? Yeah, so I will. Uh, I'll preface this with I'm definitely going to have some Nooch Pearson stacks, okay? Because um, I I do multiple lineups, but this is the one that I thought was the most well balanced, and it yeah. starts with AJ McCarron. I think mm. they're going mm. to really light it up. You know, I've been outspoken yeah. about the fact that I think this is going to be a lot of points. So um, yeah, I'm picking McCarron ten thousand seven hundred, second most expensive quarterback behind the Nooch. Wow. Um, but yeah, save me save me a couple hundred dollars there.
0: J Mark's like, I made money last week. Turned in 75 letters, but I made, I made $12. All
2: right. It's no, no. Win- <laughs> I made an $8 profit off of all my lineups. Uh, all right.
1: All right. <laughs> it's like when yeah. Jimmy, the Greek would bet, <laughs> bet on every horse just to get him tough winning Like go, I got the winner. And he slapped his tickets down, even though he'd lose money on it. <laughs> but he wanted to feel that winning feeling. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Jay yeah. Mark.
0: Yeah. You got to do it. Um. No one doing Brandon Silver's, even though the Houston offense had success against Orlando. He's my
1: guy every week. He looks like the most competent quarterback as well, and he is a great pick there. And I wouldn't, but I, but they do kind of shut it down too, like what Jay Mark was saying before. Like you know, what I mean, they were up big in halftime, then they kind of get conservative with it. It's still, I don't know,
0: I don't know. Just just throwing that out there, the undefeated uh, Roughnecks quarterback undrafted right. in uh, in this week's DFS I running back wise. Oh, uh, well, I'm going back to the well, mm. Brian Hill. Mm. All right, I think there's opportunity. I think this game's gonna. I'm with you, Jay Mark. I think this is gonna be like a give me like a 27 <clears throat> to, to to 12 final score. Uh, I think St. Louis is gonna lay it on them, and I think the the ground attack is gonna be all the difference in the world. Brian Hill at 66 hundred dollars. What do you think of that play? Who'd you go with? That I, li- I
1: like Brian Hill. I think the, I think. Uh... I think Abram Smith is a lock play running back this week just because he's 8,400, but Vegas. They can't stop the run. Morgan Ellison, Morgan Ellison went off on them last week, you know. And DC, that's exactly what they do: is run the ball. And Abram Smith, he's number one pick. He looks like an RB one out there, you know, yeah. like he just looks like the guy, mm-hmm. the bell cow. So I think, and especially if it does rain, does have bad weather, kind of to back up my Honley pick. I think it's gonna be a, a steady diet of Abram Smith
2: mm. oh, no, sorry. Mm. I Sunday like it.
0: Night. He was on my roster a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Mark, what are you doing here at the running back spot?
2: Yeah, I got Brian Hill as well. I know that's a little counterintuitive with having AJ McCarron as my quarterback, but Not at all. um he receives the ball he receives the ball out of the backfield as well. So, yeah, I think they're going to get up big. McCarron's going to throw three touchdowns, then they're going to run the ball down their throat. That's that's how I think the game's going to go. So, I'm throwing a bunch of St. Louis guys in this lineup, but I f- I feel good about it. Mm.
1: It could be there a, we go. It could
2: be a with yeah. the no,
1: I was just gonna say. It could it should be, be, be at that uh, Cardinal
0: Stadium. Was that Bush Bush Stadium? They should be playing that game there. It could um, be. A, it <laughs> could be
1: a devastating. I'm just saying. Sunday and at the at the J Mark whis- household oh, the whiskey yeah. lunch might start early yeah. if somehow Saint Louis if Saint Louis doesn't pull this off early or, Sunday afternoon or it
0: could it could start out you know if his wife finds out he's got uh, you know five thousand dollars going in and uh, DFS <laughs> plays in the XFL uh, you did what on how many Battle yeah.
1: Hawks why did you <laughs> stack so many Battle Hawks
0: to cause the
2: law
0: how could I not come on oh man uh. Wide receiver for me. Mm-hmm. I did stack it up, man. Yeah. All right. And I I am only gonna release one right now because that's what I do. We go one at a time here on, yes. the, on the XFL gambling highest podcast. Highest paid receiver. J- no, no. Jacor Pearson is yes. my guy. I want the slot guy. I know Gordon's stealing all the headlines. Game win of fourth and two.
1: No, I meant your highest paid receiver.
0: Oh right, yeah, right, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. That's how we do sorry. it.
1: Right? Went over Not my head. The-
0: <laughs> over my head. Uh Jacor Pearson. I, every week I roster him because I want the slot. Yeah. I want the slot in June Jones's offense. Uh
1: did you roster Jacor and joined? He has 36,000 targets in between three games it seems like. I did not. I went with my stack, a Vegas stack of uh Jeff bidet. He's at 9700 but he's um it, For some reason, they just don't want to throw the ball to Martavius Bryant or Toronto (laughs) Allen. So you're really talented. You're a decoy. We got you on this roster as a decoy. Just NFL wide receivers. You stay out there. (laughs) Let them know that you play in the NFL. And we're going to just give Bidet every goddamn target there is because no one's ever heard of him. And uh, whatever. So I I think I I like that. I like that stack on uh, Sunday night there. and Bidet.
0: J-Mark, who's your top priced wideout?
2: Yeah, um, I had to go... Had to sprinkle in a little bit of Houston here. So Jean Kirkland, mm-hmm. Um, he mm-hmm. that guy's a beast. Love uh, his I, vodka I think, at Costco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that Kirkland yeah. whiskey is all right too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Kirkland is uh he seems to be the go-to guy. He's becoming the go-to guy over Burnett. And uh, yeah, I think he's just gonna keep getting looks. He's he was a beast last week. I think he has an opportunity to kind of really take a step even more forward against these guardians, the guardians mm. <laughs> for sure. Two mm.
1: touchdowns last week. He was like
2: uh, yeah.
1: he was my key guy for my huge $75 winner. I think. All
2: right. All right. Well, look, I,
0: I, I told you guys, I tipped my hand. I stacked wide outs with the sea <laughs> dragons, but I didn't go with Gordon. Okay. I went with uh, Blake Jackson, five catches, had a touchdown. And look, I think Gordon's going to get some double teams. He's the NFL guy. He's the decoy. Yeah. Uh, and Pearson and Jackson are just going to, you know, catch the ball all the way to victory lane here for old pick Dundee. So I'm all over uh, uh, Blake Jackson 7,500 things are are reasonable. Look, the highest, the high octane offense, the number one offense in the XFL, I want action. Mm. And especially with their running backs dinged up and bringing in new guys, they're going to throw the ball even more. Yes. Give me the wideouts of the sea dragons. Uh, CJ, what are you doing here in the second spot?
1: The second spot. This is our flex, right? We can we can flex out anyone there, yeah. I believe so. My second highest receiver, I'm going back to uh the steady hand of Sal Canella. And, uh, especially with Slower with, uh, whatchamacallit, yeah. Slower's Sal- return. Slower's return, I think helps, uh, Sal- I'm, I'm, wel- I'm willing to he welcome gets targets, man. Yeah. I'm willing to welcome Sal Canelo. The back O-line our might lineup. suck, so, right. but he
0: goes, oh shit, let me just throw it to Sal.
1: So I like, Sa- I like, I like Sal coming in 7,800. And just with, uh, with Slower coming back in there, I think that connection, he's like, he's just, the- he just stands out. I mean, obviously he was the number one tight end in USFL and he just look, he just looks like a, a uh like a professional tight end out there yeah. and he just eats up tons of targets. I know, I know J Mark's a big Sal Canella fan, but with slow, I think the only thing holding him back was uh I call it a quarterback.
2: Oh yeah. You Drew know? Plitt. Drew Plitt. Jesus Plitt. Christ. Yeah. Jay <laughs> Mark. So brutal.
0: What do you think of Sal Canella? And uh, what are you doing here? And your, uh, your second wide receiver spot.
2: Yeah. 35% of the target share. Hard to go wrong with mm-hmm. that for Sal Canela. Um, that's what he got last week when slower right. came in and you could see when that pocket broke down, he did force it to canella Just yeah. like we said he would preseason. Cause we thought slaughter was going to be the starter. <laughs> right. Um, I did my stack here with my quarterback and put in Hakeem Butler. He's looked unstoppable. Yes. He's six foot five. Um, he's how a much guy was that he? they've, he was 8,300, which yeah. I thought was a little cheap for how much he's been dominating. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think he's he's a red zone target. We've seen him out uh, out speed guys. They move him on the outside. They actually have lined him up in the slot. Um, They move him all over the place, and he's hard to cover, especially with that size. So yeah, I went with Hakeem Butler here to stack with AJ McCarron. Interesting, interesting.
0: You know, uh, you guys might be able to help me on my final draft, my final player, but we'll get to him in a second. But uh, you know, I I for. I know you talked about the run game in DC. Yeah. So my flex, I had to go. I, you know, Abram Smith was on my team last, last right. week, but I, I made a, I'm going to pivot to the DC defenders running back from temple. Mm. Right? Uh, well, um, he's undervalued to me at 4,300. If the game's going to be in the rain, I, I think, he, you know, obviously he fumbled a couple of times uh, yeah. the week before. And I think that's what hurt him as far as carries. If you go back the other two games, he actually got more carries than, than Smith. in some of those situations, I am going to take a chance on Armstead at 4,300, even though yes, rain equals more fumbles, which means maybe he does that too. But J uh, uh, CJ, what do you, what do you make of my my play love, of the defenders' rushing
1: attack with you. I love Reichel, love Temple, and uh, I think he had a bad ankle too. That's a, that also didn't help him like, go That's through a couple games. I, but you're right; he's going to come back. Well, with and Smith is questionable, right? Smith is questionable, but um, but I don't. I, I'm I'm not going to fade and Reichel for sure. And I think they do do a steady, even balance. It's not like they're going to do like a ninety ten share or anything like that. Yeah, and um, the only um pickup we have but both of us with the running backs is if they do put the air king in there, they do like to run the quarterbacks in there want to get to the goal line and vulture all those touchdowns. Yeah. But uh I like it. Especially for that price. Why not?
0: J Mark, uh wait. So, so wait, you
1: you I didn't throw a pick yeah, out there. Yeah, just, yeah, I was I, was just say, I was just commenting on your right quote. Wait, wait. I was just commenting on your right quail. Well. Another I'll tell you what though, I will piggyback off that DC value there. And uh, for at forty seven hundred, I like this guy uh because Uh, Tommy did look a little better last week as much as Jay Mark hates him throwing the ball around (laughs) a little bit. He likes, he likes giving out his rushing stats as of why to fade him (laughs) the only quarterback, but uh, only
0: rushed for nine yards guys.
1: So there's value, I think on that DC passing attack as well, just to get a like, so I got lucky Jackson at 4,700. I mean, great name, number one guy. And if you want for a value budget, I mean, you know, and as (laughs) God forbid, we look at a quarterback and like, In his throwing, his throwing statistics. J Mark, one hundred and ninety had <laughs> a <out of> touchdown, <laughs> and he's the guy he throws to all the time. So I look like Jackson at forty seven hundred. I think that's a great value down there. Uh,
0: I, you know, that's an interesting angle of potentially playing Tomo too. Mm-hmm. He looked good last he week. Looked man. Good. He looked good. I know. I know. J. Mark wants to smear his name. <laughs> he sure does.
1: takeaway is takeaway We all know, know why. Wants him out of the league. As Kendrick Perkins would yeah. say, we all know why J Mark doesn't like <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a running joke just making J Mark a racist. <laughs> it started
2: with the I'll give you the real reason why for Tamu. <clears throat> all right. Last last year in the USFL, he was so talked up about how he was mm. going to be the best quarterback in this league and blah, blah, blah. And I bought into it. I spent so many first rounders on Teamu in my fantasy football so it's, leagues. It's personal. It's personal. Okay. I but that scored. was
0: the Tampa Bay Bandits having the worst offensive line in the USFL. I think you're going to see Sloter essentially mm-hmm. like that this year in the XFL. The offensive line still be. matters in football, folks. Um, all right, uh, who's your who's your first uh, flex there, J-Mark?
2: Yeah, doing a triple stack here at 6,000, Austin Prohl. He had a little bit of a disappointing week last yeah. week, but I still think he's a go-to guy. Um, so, yeah, I'm throwing him in there just on the uh, the narrative that I think St. Louis routes How this game. How much is he? I think that 6,000.
1: Yeah, he's a nice play. Especially at mm. home. They want to feed those white fans too with a parole. <laughs> Try to go to they, they get those bloodthirsty racists in St. Louis. They gotta
0: yeah. Oh man. And uh, he's the coach's
1: son, of course. Receiver's yes. coach.
0: Yeah. I but I played him last week and he let me down. It's probably the reason why I didn't actually uh, have a great day in mean, personal score. I feel like I had great players around him. He didn't come through. He did go to North Carolina over East Carolina, so uh not a big fan of him. Um <laughs> My last flex guy is John one. love it. He scored for me. The fact that's going to rain it. in this game, Vegas is going to have to run the ball. They're going to be forced to run the ball. I don't this is one where I was going to say I can be talked into changing it even though he scored for for me a week ago. I can be talked into changing it. I do have $1000 sitting there mm, extra. Burning a hole in your so pocket. So I got $5900 I can go with I could go with Latimer in Orla in Orlando. Uh Arcanado with Arlington, but that Arlington offense is such mm-hmm. ass. Um uh, I could go with Jacques Patrick mm. uh, of of San Antonio or Jaquez Ezard, who was has been letting me down this year. I thought he was gonna be good. Um or Lucky Jackson. I mean, do you who do you guys think I should uh, should I should I stay with Love It, J Mark, or should I bounce around?
2: Well, I'm going to, I'll tip my hand here for my last pick in the Mm. flex spot. Jacques Patrick, as they say it, I still like Jacques Patrick. um, (laughs) Like he's a French guy or something. No, I got him at 5,200. I think they're going to be able to run the ball on Seattle. You know, we talked about that Mm -hmm. Seattle run defense is a, uh, a little, um, yeah. Phony kind of one of their weak spots. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's probably gonna get into the end zone. I think that's gonna be one of the scores that San Antonio has.
0: You just sold me. Love it, you're out of here. All right.
1: Uh, I'm going with Jacques Patrick.
2: Watch Uh, watch Love It have twice as many points now. Yeah, right.
1: Well, I just like coming with a pick that you hate. All right, here's a guy I want to replace. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting all week just to tell you this. I think I'm
0: gonna this is gonna be a new (laughs) stick. I'm gonna do this every week. Here's a guy I'm
1: firing immediately. Who would
0: you go with your left (laughs) legs?
1: Well, I also have one of those options you threw out there. I went with Cody Latimer, the Orlando tight end at 5,600. He's just a mismatch out there. He's an yeah. absolute oh, yeah. beast on oh, yeah. that field and, and that, Orlando that's too cheap for him. Yeah. It's way too cheap. 5,600 yeah. is because it's Orlando and they're going to be down a lot, obviously versus Houston. And you know, that's all i are going to be doing with throwing it. And that's their one man, you know, one mismatch they have that they're going to have to take advantage of all day. And I, and I have enough faith in, uh, Watch his face to do that. I, I can't even say his name without fucking. Uh, uh, your <laughs> guy uh, Paxton Lynch. <laughs> Paxton Lynch. I mean, he knows an NFL title when he sees it, and he's just a beast out there. So I think I, I, I like. A, I'm, I'm running double tight with Sal Canella and Cody mm, and Cody I like and Cody it. And Cody
0: I like it. Uh, so wait, you're good. You gave away your lineup then, J Mark, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh. So the defensive side of the ball. I'm still a bit perplexed why the Renegades are the most expensive defense. I get it; they're probably the strong suit of this team. Mm-hmm. However, they're about to go play the dome in St. Louis, and it just just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, the two that jump out to me that I think are very worthy of playing are the Wade Phillips defense against Paxton Lynch and Greg Williams. Sure. Greg G-G-G Williams <laughs> with the DC Defenders, but also I think I could be talked into a Battle Hawk play. And that's why I'm going with the battle Hawks defense against the worst offense in the league. The Arlington renegades. Let's go. (laughs) What are
1: you doing here with your defense? I'm going dirt cheap with my defense. And it's like I mentioned it earlier with the picks with uh, Danucci. Everybody eats offense and a defense. Throws the balls <laughs> up for you. Throw a ball for me. You know, he throws a ball for everybody. <laughs> so San Antonio at 3,500 is dirt cheap. Oh, now, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're going to they're gonna let points and yards go up again, but they're going to get theirs. They're going to get turnovers. They're going to get to eat. They're going home with a plate. They're going home with a dish. Everyone gets in, you know.
2: I like it. Yeah. So I, I, th- like I think it. they're
1: going to get plenty of turnovers from the Danucci. Danucci.
0: Uh, J-Mark, what are you doing on that defensive side of the ball?
2: Yeah, um, I went with the Battlehawks. This is kind of a Battlehawks-heavy lineup. <laughs> kind of. So, yeah. <laughs> live and die by it, but um, I think it's going to work out all right. I think, you know, just like Mark said, Slower threw through the most interceptions in the U.S., or more interceptions last year than he did touchdowns. They're going to be able to put pressure on him, and I think we're going to see some turnovers, and I don't think they're going to be able to score a lot. That dome is going to create issues for Arlington. So, yeah, I like the Battlehawks here.
0: Love it. Jello shots after the game for the Battle <laughs> Hawk Defenders. Kaka, I'm with you, man. Folks, subscribe to the XFL Gambling <laughs> Podcast. We have a reaction show that will come out either Sunday or Mondays. And then every single Wednesday, we will be doing our preview and picks as the season continues to roll along. Uh, also, want to shout out uh, Mark Drumheller for coming on the yes. show. Make sure you give Mark a follow at x underscore Drumheller. That's D R U M H E L L E R. And uh, yeah, give him a follow on Twitter. And uh, look, give give all of us a follow yeah. on Twitter here. Look, get a follow with our podcast. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D and the College Football Experience, the College Basketball Experience the USFL gambling podcast and the college baseball experience. Damn, I'm, I'm doing a lot of content, all right? Uh I am also <laughs> I am also uh co-signing the fact that you should follow and subscribe to well, first off, give CJ Sullivan a, fo- a follow at CJ Sullivan_ underscore on Twitter, but also check out his stand-up comedy cuz he's fucking hilarious and he's going to be at the improv in Los Angeles or Hollywood, California this weekend. Yeah. Um but also check out the bottom line bombs podcast yes. they call
1: him the man in the box coming up after this at three o'clock live first uh, off season uh, debut perfect yep mix that in go, go dual
0: screen get a little march madness action with the the man in the box
1: i know i might have to turn off this uh, tv down <laughs> during during mark's segment i was watching georgia tech fucking <laughs> blow that bs <laughs> almost slammed this microphone <laughs> it was a br- oh, brutal beat by the way foul
0: four
3: seconds
0: ago. Now six filthy f- bastards. God. Um, also, we got the third man here. The guy knows yes. XFL in and out. All right. So we give him a hard time about minority quarterbacks. All right. He's a good <laughs> guy. All right. He's a good guy. And he really doesn't have any, uh, any, any disliking for them. Well, with the exception <laughs> for of them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For, for for Jordan Tamu, I'm talking about Jordan Tamu. right
1: all all of his names. He
0: drafted him in the <laughs> fantasy league. I get it. You've been pissed off. Look, one one year, one year I took Terrell Davis, and he got injured like the first game. Dead to you. I was pissed off because it was like my <laughs> second pick of the draft. All right. So I held a little bit of a grudge when talking about Terrell Davis for the coming years.
2: Because he it's was actually, getting injured every year. What's up? It's all quarterbacks not named Brian Scott. That's that's uh, all it is. That's yeah. all Brian right. Scott, no, Scott no, no fan, fan club.
0: No, Brian Scott fan sure. club number one yeah. there. But give Jay Mark a follow. He hosts the old the old fashioned football podcast mm-hmm. and the NFL gambling podcast. Man, we just got how many podcasts do we have as a group? We just it's got a lot, lot of them. Ones. So, folks, check out all of us and subscribe, get the SGP at app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. And also come talk XFL football with us in the discord sports slash discord until the end of week four, either Sunday or Monday. We're going to try to work. Actually, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be Monday because uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Cause we have selection Sunday with college basketball and the studio might be in in use there, but we'll work it out. We'll let you know. We'll tweet it out. Make sure you give us a follow at XFL Gambling Pod. So do all that good stuff. And until next week, this is the XFL Gambling Podcast. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. X
2: marks the spot. X marks the crossroads. Two straight lines crossing
1: over in the middle. (laughs) That's the letter you must see to find the treasure or the
3: clue. Or the X-ray machine that's looking right inside of you. X is the letter without which one could not do.
2: X marks the spot.